What's going on? Kyle Height, the new Heights journey. I'm excited to talk about this today. This is episode number 49, almost to 50, which I'm stoked on. But today's episode is something special to me. Um, it's something that I've been, it's a season that I've been moving through for the past three and a half years. Not because I think it's been like uh, hard or anything, or I feel like nobody wants me or anything like that. It's because it's, it's been a preparation period for me. So a healing and preparation period for me. Um, so I want to share some of this with you and uh, help you learn more about yourself, learn more about relationships, learn more about being single uh, during this time in your season of singleness. And I know being quarantined can really, really you know, bring a lot of alone time. I know it has for me and a lot of people struggle with being alone so much. I do too. I'm guilty. I'm human. I crave human interaction, conversation, relationship. Um, but I've also you know, mentioned that my last podcast that I've seen this season of quarantine as a season of preparation for something great that God wants to do through my life, that God wants to do through your life. So we can look at it as a season of preparation and a season of singleness is also, you know, can be a season of preparation. Um, so I'm excited to, to dive into some of this stuff today that I've learned and taken away from what I've gone through in life because this is all stuff that I've gone through and that's why I reflect on it and I love to <clears throat> learn from it and eventually teach it and hope hopefully somebody can take something away from this and experience a better life, have a, have a build on their positive perspective, build their faith. You know, I was listening to something the other day to which, you know, he was, he was just telling me to meant to, to remind people that, you know, number one, I want more for you. This is why I do these podcasts. This is why I write my blog posts. This is why I have new heights. This is why I do what I do is because I want more for every person that comes across this. And I hope I can add that in some way. You know, I truly value you as a listener, as a reader, as anything. Um, even though I don't know you, I truly value you. And lastly, I truly believe in you. I believe God wants to do something through you to get to this earth. Um, and, he, and he wants to use you as that vessel because we're all unique individuals and we all have a unique calling and purpose. Um, so I, I hope I can open that up for you to allow you to experience that and experience like the human experience at a maximum maximum capacity. So hashtag single and quarantined. I'm excited to talk about this and like no doubt you know, quarantine has been difficult for me because um, like I said, I crave human interaction as well. And there was a period of time to where I went like three weeks without seeing a friend or anything. I would pass by people on you know my walks or whatnot, but a simple hello, how's your day? You know, that's different. So, um, but I've been able to really focus in and, and prepare on some great things in my life, you know, what actually has been really difficult is um, this year I've been doing a sober year, so I haven't had a drink of alcohol at all. Um, but during this quarantine time, I've just wanted to, you know, drink down, drink some beers. I wanted to do something like that, and thank God that I've found something that um, replaces it. You know, I've drank so much uh, Lacroix, and this is like not a sponsored post by Lacroix or anything, but I that's been like my replacement um, to where if I crave you know, a beer, some alcohol, I just drink a LaCroix. And so that's that. Um, usually isolation can, you know, really, really you know, take you out as a human being. It can make you go crazy. If you can't control your thoughts, you, you, you feed those negative feedback loops. And next thing you know, you come out of quarantine a worse person because you, you weren't, weren't able, you weren't educated enough um, on how to control these things and how to do that stuff. And, you know, that's just, it's quarantine. I get it. So as, as, I, as I share my, you know, we'll, we'll do a little recap story of, of 
my season of singleness and then you know I've, I've, I've narrowed it down to about four things that I'm going to talk about that's helped me become who I am to get ready for what's to come so recap story 2016 I went through a breakup it was one of those breakups you know to where like it was ugly after like the first three months you know you were just a mess and then you finally start to you know breathe again and understand that life is beautiful and you start to learn more about your your new self because usually your identity can be so wrapped around in somebody else's identity or the relationship the identity of the relationship to where once you come out of that you don't know who you are so <laughs> as i like went through this breakup i was just trying to learn a whole bunch about myself but now looking back at the at, at moving through that you know period of time and then looking at this whole past three and a half years of singleness there's been so much that i've learned um that i can look back on and be like okay i wasn't ready here 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 first of all i wasn't prepared i was not prepared going into this relationship that kind of caught me off guard but i was not prepared emotionally i was not prepared financially of course i was not prepared spiritually and i was just not prepared personally you know i was not secure I was not secure in myself. I was not secure in my faith and my calling. Um, I, I was not secure in the visions and dreams and goals that I had. Um, I had no solid, solid foundation below me, which as a Christian, I said I did before, but quickly that crumbled. And I didn't have any boundaries or principles that I would live by. Um, I had no targets and goals for the kind of relationship that I had or standards or anything like that. Um, and I did not love myself, honestly. Uh, that was that was probably the most difficult thing. I, you can't figure out how to love somebody else through a relationship if you can't figure out how to love yourself first. Um, so that was something that I, I that I needed to learn. And as I moved forward in this relationship, in this season of singleness, to get ready for a relationship, I've learned quite a few things. And I hope these things can help you think a little bit more. Um, if you are single right now and you're going through this season of quarantine or your season of singleness and you're struggling, um, don't worry. It's going to be okay. I promise you that. But um, as I've mentioned, this this should be a season in this quarantine as of preparation. And usually, I mean, this is I'm super guilty of this too. We do more, you know, maintenance and healing from relationships, which are crazy. We do more healing and maintenance than actual preparation for something great. That's, that's just, it kind of blows my mind a little bit. So I hope that I can help you prepare and help you get ready for something, uh, for, for a great relationship. One of the pastors I listen to, he, he, he loves, he does some incredible um, sermons and, and series on relationships. And he says, you know, he's like, it's my passion to help you succeed in relationships. And it's not only a relationship with like, you know, a significant other, it's relationships in life, you know, with work friends, business partners, just people that you meet or, you know, anything like that, or just regular friends. So I hope that this can help you really, really hone down and to get prepared for what God wants to bring into your life, whether that's a new business relationship, whether that's a new friendship, or whether that's new, you know, a new relationship with a significant other. Um, and I, and as I do this, this is, these are the things that I do. So this, the first thing, first thing to do is get prepared. Now you may be thinking like, how do I get prepared for, how do I get prepared for a relationship? Um, the first thing that I had to learn and how to get prepared was how to forgive and heal. Because in that beginning time after you, you know, you go through a breakup, you you, so many people hop from relationship to relationship. So they're hurt people, hurting more people. And it's a continuously vicious cycle. And I had to, to realize that very quick that 
Um, if I do that, it's just going to fill a hole in me again with something that's, that's not going to be complete. I'm not going to be a complete human being. I'm not going to be able to give this person everything that I have because they're filling a hole that now they're just a need. They're a commodity to me because they're helping me to which then the relationship, you know, can become stagnant and you don't flourish in life and together and in your relationship to do great things. So there's this preparation of healing and forgiveness and forgiveness. I've talked about before it's probably one of the most powerful things that you can do is forgiving the other person and then of course forgiving yourself that allows you to start to remove these entanglements and 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 whatnot so you can heal properly that's so critical is to hear heal properly i had somebody teach me and and, and help me understand it better it's the same way as an athlete if an athlete let's say tears his rotator cuff or for me i, I tore my knee i tore my acl so if I did not, you know, if I did not let this ACL heal properly, it could jack up the whole rest of my body. So as I, you know, let this heal, which in a relationship, you know, you, 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 your heart, the control center of your life really gets hurt. Um, so if you don't let this heal properly, it can become a black hole that sucks everything else in your life into it. Um, but if you let it heal, like an athlete, you know, you let your knee heal so you can work on your arms and your, and your other leg and, and your mental game and whatnot. So when you let your heart heal, it, it builds, it's just, it's good for it to heal. It, it builds the foundation. I've looked at it as like this as well. It's like, you know, when you are in a relationship with somebody, they hold a special part in your heart. There's a, there's a huge part of energy in your heart that's for them. And look at it as like a star. When a star collapses, it basically forms a black hole that sucks everything through that. So when you go through a breakup, that energy in your heart can collapse and what can create that black hole. So next thing you know, you're trying to fill that and heal that unhealthy with drugs and alcohol, partying, trying to, you know, somebody told me, he's like, in the beginning, Kyle, the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody. So you try to fill that with other sex or other things like that, um, which doesn't work. And it just makes your life worse. So you fill it with other things. And then all of a sudden, you're in this very, very bad vicious cycle to which this black hole that's now in your heart is sucking in the relationship with your family. That's getting worse. Your job is getting worse. Um, your thought life is getting worse. The things that you used to love is getting worse. And now you've fallen into a depression and things like that. So this black hole is just sucking all those things in. But if you can realize that, you can understand that you have to heal. You have to heal. Take time to heal. And it's okay. It's okay to like be a mess for a little bit, but as long as you take time to heal. Another way to get prepared is I always, I do this so much in my life is I always see, I always seek somebody who has something that I want. Now I don't seek it to, you know, try to get that from them. I seek them to figure out and get advice from them how to succeed to get to where they are. I hope that makes sense. So when it comes to relationships, how can I get prepared? I find people who have the relationship that I want and I ask advice. And now, of course, you know, relationships, there's never like a solid answer to just do this thing and do that thing, but they can give you advice to prepare you along the way. That's why number one is get prepared. So do that. Seek out somebody who has a relationship that you want. Ask them advice. Ask them things. How, how do you move through certain situations when things get rough, whether it's financially or things get rough like you know, in, in work or just whatever it may be in life? 
how do I move through this? How do I prepare to move through this so when it comes up in the relationship that I do have in the future, I can have a little bit of better path to navigate through that. And as getting prepared too, you know, you only have one person you're responsible for. That's yourself as a single person. So manage what you have. Watch over your own things, you know. Um, no, it is very difficult in the beginning because your world's a little mess. But as you start to grow up and, you know, don't focus so much on like, oh, gosh, I'm single. Nobody wants me. Things like that. Focus on just getting better, getting more prepared. Manage over what you have. Manage your finances. Manage your daily routine. Manage your self, period. That's it, you know, and get prepared for this. Lastly, read the Bible. That's the foundational manual on how to do relationships. No doubt. Read the Bible. Teach us so much about relationships, bad relationships, good relationships, good advice, great advice to succeed and to thrive in your relationships. That's the best way to begin to get ready uh, for your next relationship is to number one, get prepared. Number two is get secure. Get secure in yourself. The question I always ask myself and I ask other people who I sometimes work with or coach through on things like this is, are you the person, would you date yourself right now? And most of them say no because they're either a mess or they're just like all over the place or they don't feel like they have any security or things like that. So I always ask, are you going to be, you, or I don't ask, I tell them, become the person who you are looking for is looking for. So you get secure in yourself to become that person. This person that I'm looking for, you know, they're, 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 they're well in their career. They're doing this. They have you know, a great community. They're thriving. They're a leader. Whatever that may be. Now, that person, who are they looking for? They're looking for another leader. They're looking for somebody who does manage their handles, their you know, self and their finances and their job and they're doing well. So become that person. You get secure in yourself with that. And as you become this person, you start to build confidence in yourself. And how do you really build confidence in yourself? Knowledge. That's how it is for me. You, you, you know, I started to just date myself. I put myself in very uncomfortable situations and then reflect on how I went, how I moved through them, whether I failed or succeeded. And um, I started to learn more and more about myself. I took tons of like tests, whether it's like the Myers-Briggs personality tests, or I would just learn about my spiritual gifts tests, or just things just so I can learn more and more about myself. I was always reading books, um, whether they were leadership books or whether they were just like books about life, books about becoming a better person, how to you know do great things, how to learn new things and things like that. My personal development was just a main priority for me because I needed to get confident in myself. I needed to get secure. Um, and then, of course, I needed to get secure in my faith. I really had to check myself with that. If I was a person that was going to live by this relation, live by this standards and these principles and this life fueled by faith, as I like to say, I had to get secure in that. I had to live by that. So that was another process of gaining knowledge and gaining, putting myself in uncomfortable situations, seeing how I would respond and how I would adjust and build upon that preparation, that foundation to move forward. Um, I needed to get more secure in my calling and my purpose, which a lot of people are lost at. They don't know what they feel like they should do in life. They feel like they're just kind of wandering around or they're going to their job and they're going you know, home and they're doing their daily routine that just doesn't, doesn't bring fulfillment to them. Um, so that's a time to where you really need to just disconnect. That's what I, I, I still do that on a, day, on a weekly basis. I disconnect from everything. And I just go and I 
have a conversation with God. I talk, I pray, I look at things. And then, you know, the purpose usually comes to you and finds you. It just feeds to something that's already in your heart. There's a reason the things that are on your heart, there's a reason that the things that are on your heart are there for a reason, you know, to do something great in this world. God wants to move through your life to bring something through this, into this earth through you. Um, So you have to get secure in that calling. You have to take that with confidence and be, you know, step into that purpose of yours. And then lastly, to get secure and get secure in a community. Because if you don't have a community going into a relationship, that relationship now becomes your community. And then you find yourself, if things don't work out, in the same situation before. Alone, sad, depressed. Uh, But once you have a community, they're there to build you up. Whether it's a good, solid group of friends, whether it's, you know, Maybe you're really close to the people that you work with or church or some kind of group that you meet with on, you know, once a week or whatever that may be. Um, get secure in a community because that's only going to build you up as a person and it's going to help thrive, help your relationship thrive further. Um, so get secure. Know yourself. Know the value that you have. And you're able to, once you're able to do that and, and see that in yourself, you're able to bring a whole person to the relationship. You want to be a whole person when you step into this relationship. You don't want to be a half and half person. So you can, you know, like 50% here, 50% there, and then you make 100% together. No, you want to bring 100% of yourself to the person who deserves 100%. And then they have to be hopefully 100% to bring them to you so you can just do like crazy things in life. Um, That's great. So number one, get prepared. Number two, get secure. Number three, get clear. Get clear on what what you want. You know, sometimes people will tell you to like write down a list to, you know, what's the qualities you're looking for into a person. Uh, that's really great, but that's things that you want. Um, and then, of course, I, I've come to learn that God's not going to really give you what you want. He's going to give you what you need. So he's going to bring you a person that you need that's going to compliment you. And I've also thought a lot about, uh, well, that's just, you know, opposites attract. Um, I don't believe opposites attract. I think you know, you attract what you are and they compliment you on things to which you're not strong in. That's why God gives you what you need. So you attract who you are and God gives you what they are the person that you need that compliments you in the areas that you may be weak or that, you know, that helps, helps you build up more. That's, that's just the, the missing piece. So get clear. If you have no standards in your relationship, like I said, the relationship will form your standards to which you live by. So what I do as I got clear on my standards, I've, I have non-negotiables, I have principles that I live by, and I, I strive my very best to live by these principles because if I, violate, if, if I violate these principles, I really violate myself and that's not a happy feeling to have. So I try to live by these, get clear on your standards and, and principles, and, and, and don't make a list, just become more. Um, so get clear on who you want to become, get clear on what kind of life that you, that you would want to live. Um, whether it's just like, don't focus on the material things, focus on the daily life, the, the, the experiences that you want to have, how you would live your days, how you would live your, your weeks, your months, would you travel here? Would you just open something up? Would you start a foundation? Would get clear on your goals and on a target that you're striving to. And then of course, get clear on the goals of the relationship. I don't know about you, but me, I, I, I want to be the relationship goal. I want people to look at my relationship and be like, I want to learn from these guys. I want to, I, that's what I strive to have. So, and even though I say like, I want to be the relationship goal, I know it's a continual learning and growing process. I will never be, you know, like, okay, that's it. We're good. Let's just hang out for a little bit. I'll always try to be growing and going from there. 
And uh, once, once you put in these principles and these standards, these non-negotiables, you allow, you understand the value that you have in your life. It comes back to get secure. You understand who you are a little bit more. So like, yes, you deserve more. You deserve greatness. You deserve somebody that's going to treat you well. You deserve somebody that's going to treat your family well, your friends well. That's going to help you become everything that you're meant to become. I learned that a relationship is supposed to help you become who you are meant to become. It's supposed to help you set your heart free as you help the other person set their heart free. So getting clear is something that, you know, you have to know where you're going to go, what you want, not only in your life, but what you want in a relationship, what you want to go, a target to hit. Um, so have your own goals and dreams and get clear on that. And lastly, love yourself. This is the biggest one. If you don't love yourself, you can't bring yourself to a relationship and expect yourself to love somebody else. Um, like I said, get prepared. You're dating yourself. Continue to date yourself. Take yourself out to the movies. Whatever you want to do. Go on a hike. Go on a trip. You know, Get to know yourself more. Love yourself. What you would do to yourself, you will do to others. Your, in-world, your inward reflection, um, your outward reflection is a reflection of your inward. So do great things for yourself. Enjoy yourself. Think for yourself. Laugh at yourself. Um, give yourself grace. Buy yourself gifts. Have fun. Allow yourself to fail. Um, and then when you fail, get back up, of course, and allow that grace to come in and, and, and learn and reflect and grow and just have fun with yourself and, and continually develop yourself into somebody great. Whether that is reading books or listening to audios and podcasts, or you like to go to retreats, or you like to go to events, buy it. Do it. Love yourself. Because once you fill yourself up, you're, you're able to flow over into somebody else's life. And as you attract the other person, as you become the person that you were meant to become, and you attract the other person into your life, you're going to be prepared. You're going to be secure. You're going to have clear goals. And you're going to love yourself already. So when you step into that relationship, you're able to go off a foundation, something that's strong, something that's sturdy. And whether that relationship is something that works or something that maybe doesn't work, if it doesn't work, you're able to fall back on your foundation and be like, okay, let's still move forward. Instead of like having your entire world just crumbled, um, you're able to just like maybe start all over in a relationship term, as in with somebody else. But you know who you are. You have the value because you've been prepared. You've gotten secure. You, you've, you've got clear and you love yourself. You know the value that you have that you can step forward. So I hope – well, these are the things that I have, have been doing through my season of singleness. And it's been three and a half years to which I really, really dated somebody and – it's okay, you know. I've uh, I've got real with myself a few times, and I've been maybe nervous or scared to reopen my heart to that. But as I move forward and and prepare myself and get more secure in myself and get clear on the things I want, um, and as I continually love myself, that was probably the biggest one I've had to overcome these past couple of years. Um, I've been prepared. I've, I've been secure. Uh, I've gotten clear, but I really just needed to learn how to love myself and allow myself grace and not take life too seriously because we never get out alive and have fun. So I hope these things help you move forward as you're in the season of singleness. Get prepared. Get secure in yourself. Get clear in your life. Have a goal. Have a direction that you want to go. And then love yourself. Get outside. Go on a hike. Go on a walk. If you can. Um, I do this every single day. Um, I, I, I Buy yourself a gift. Whatever it may be. Love yourself. Enjoy yourself. Laugh at yourself. Which I do all the time. And as you get ready 
for somebody else, it'll be such an amazing journey until you meet them. And then when you meet them, it's great, supposedly. That's what I've heard. <laughs> so um, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Um, I, like I said in the beginning, I value you. I want more for you. I believe in you. So thanks so much for, for listening. Um, some quick announcements here. New Heights dot com is live uh, i call it new heights 3.0 because i've gone through different stages new heights 3.0 is live it's got some of my blog posts and podcasts which i hope to add value to anybody and everybody listens to them i do have some cool gear on there so if you would love to buy a hat or a sweatshirt or tank top or whatever i got on there that would be a huge huge you know thing for me and i greatly appreciate your support with that um i'm bringing on some new students weekly to you know Build a life that they want. Create a life that they want. And uh, so there's a, there's a work with me section on thenewheights.com. Check that out. Fill out the application if you feel like that's something you'd be interested in. And have a wonderful, wonderful day. I think it's Tuesday. So have a wonderful week wherever you are. Wherever you are. Um, God bless. Thanks for listening. I love all you guys and you girls. Um, I truly appreciate everything that you do. And I hope I can continue to add value to your life. Until next time, which I'm excited about, episode number 50, it's going to be called Conversation with God, and uh, it's going to be awesome. So 